but I would I would say where that was like 16, this is like 25 year old dark. You know what I mean? Like yeah, young adult, younger adult, adult. I don't know what you are when you're 25. Confused mostly, probably. Yeah, the main character was. <laughs> Hey guys, here's what's coming up. Next week, on July 12th, we will be discussing Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix with special guest Amy from the Rambling Raven Puffs podcast. We had a great time talking with Amy about her favorite Harry Potter book, and we think you will too. Then, on July 19th, we have our Patreon episode. This month, our patron has chosen The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. Interested in picking an episode every month? Then you should check out our Patreon. Every $5 and up patron gets a vote, and at the $5 level, you also get a shout-out and a The Book Life logo sticker. We hope you consider supporting us if you can, and we're incredibly grateful to all of you for listening in every week. Thank you. Speaking of thank yous, we want to send a huge thank you and shout-out to our patron, Bronnie. May you find yourself in a bookstore with a sale this week. Now, on with the show. Well, welcome back to the Book Live Podcast with your hosts, myself, Mo, my best friend, Abby. Tonight, we are doing a mid-year check-in where we are going to see how well are we doing on reading those books that we said that we were going to read at the beginning of the year. I almost said at the beginning of the school year, and I'm like, eh, no, we're out of schools. So beginning of the actual calendar year. Abby, tell me, how is the year looking for you? Okay, so, so far this year, I have read 51 books. Minus the short stories I have read, I have read 43 books. And I feel like that's a better representation of what I've actually read towards my goal, if that makes sense. Like, I read all these short stories and they didn't take that long to read. And so, like, I marked them on my Goodreads because I wanted them marked as read, but they count towards the goal, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So I would say I've read technically 43 books this year. Which still puts me like 10 books ahead of schedule. <laughs> yeah. Can you, can you remind the listeners what your goal number was for this year? How many books do you want to read? I want to read 70 books this year. Okay. Yeah. So that definitely puts you at the halfway mark. Uh, well, of course, a little over the halfway mark, but congratulations. Thank you. I feel, I'm feeling pretty good about the 70 book goal. So I'm not doing too bad Numbers wise, uh, the problem is I got very distracted right at the beginning of the year after I set this goal. <laughs> and that lovely long list of 41 books, I think, that I was for sure wanting to read this year, I have read 15. <laughs> okay. I'm currently reading numbers 16 and 17. So I am trying to focus a little bit better, but I definitely got distracted early on in this year I was just like look at this audiobook oh and this audiobook oh and this audiobook I understand <laughs> and then I was like a couple months into the year and going oh wait I had a TBR list didn't I what was on that listeners you don't understand <laughs> so this week Amazon apparently had a sale a three for two sale of books and I get this message from Abby and she's like look at all these books I bought and I'm like I'm like you have a pile already at home of books to read and then she sends me another message she's like okay look i redid my bookshelf so that i can see these books and they stare at me so i make sure that i actually get to them and i'm thinking 
okay. Now, for me, I'm going to talk about my statistics. Ooh, that was a hard work tonight. I'm going to talk about my statistics tonight. I've read a total of 27 books, and I don't read short stories, so I, I, oh, I can't tell you how many short stories I read. I'm not really into, into short stories, and I don't know why. I'm like a full novel kind of gal. My goal is 50, so I am right there. It, Goodreads is recounting my Harry Potter reads, which... I don't mm-hmm. I feel like I want to include them because then I'm at a 24 but I mean I am re-listening to them so I guess it counts the number from my to be read pile is 21 as opposed to Abby's 15 <laughs> out of her to be read pile just to put that in contrast <laughs> that I've read 27 books 21 were ones I have said I will read I am so proud of you for sticking to your goals. In case our listeners have not figured it out yet, Mo is a very goal-oriented person, and I am not. <laughs> yes, you tell me to achieve. You're like, I want you to achieve this. I'm like, got it. If I know my goal, I'm going to go get it. <laughs> I should probably mention I am not counting the Harry Potter rereads on my Goodreads, and so I'm not counting it for this list. I didn't feel right counting it for that just because I've listened to them so many times now. Like, what's even the point of counting Harry Potter anymore for me? (laughs) So that's not included in my number. Good. I've currently gotten into this habit of, so my friend Kim, who we both worked with at one of our previous jobs, I highly enjoy her and I like talking to her. And We've been reading, by reading, I mean listening to the same books, and it's been a really fun, um, like a, you know, like, well, I, I guess it's a bonding experience. It's been like a really fun, like, listening at the same time and doing check-ins. Like, we just finished Ninth House by Lee Bardugo together, and she finished it. Normally, she's slower than I am, but she fin- finished a whole, like, two days before I did. She's like, she's like, girl, the kid didn't sleep, so I just listened to the book all night. Oh, wow. And she's like, Yeah. She's like, are you done yet? Because seriously, we got to talk about the end. I'm like, okay, look, I'm at 50%. Old. <laughs> and then we He's also... got good book taste. I know. Oh, yeah. All the stuff she's um, on her library list right now. Yes. Oh, I know. I keep putting lit- books on my, like, to-be-read list and, like, scrolling down to see if any of my Goodreads friends have them on their want-to-read. And, like, half the time, Kim has it either read or on her want-to-read list. I'm like, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we did that book, and we also did the inheritance games, which threw this off. And now we're going to start the once in the um, once in future witches, once in future witch, once in future witches. Ooh, yeah, I've heard of that one by Alex Harrow, who also wrote the Ten Thousand Doors of January, which I highly enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, I have my books for my book club and books that Abby and I read because somehow she commits us to podcast episodes that we're going to buddy read stuff and I am so like I'm very goal-oriented to finishing and reading these books I I am I say I'm going to do I feel like I'm the one setting goals for you and you don't really set as many goals for me and that's why it was so much easier for me to just like la di da di dum (laughs) off into my own little world (laughs) I don't understand why this is because you made a 2021 list I made a 2021 list on Goodreads and I've been sticking to my list. Like I told myself, okay, I own these 10 or 12 paperbacks, which I've read one, 
one of those, by the way, which I'm still trying to freaking finish. I'm not good at reading real books, apparently. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm just going. And then Abby's like, Mo, read this book. And I'm like, okay, add to my Goodreads. Okay, add to my... And then like, listen. So I got other friends too that I read books with, okay? So like I've read books with my awesome twin mom friends. We've read American Dirt all together. I've read... I've been swapping book suggestions with another one of my friends. She's got triplets, by the way. And I'm like, hey, I just read this book. You would like this. She's like, well, I just bought these like 10 books. You'll probably like all of them. Like, okay, you're right. I would. (laughs) I don't read a lot of books with a lot of people. That's no bad thing, though. I mean, half the fun of reading a book is having somebody to talk to about it. Like... Oh, yeah. Especially if there's like plot twists or a character you really love. You just want to gush to somebody who understands, which is, let's be honest, part of the reason we started this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it's delightful. I definitely have to feel, I feel, I, don't know, I can't say my passion's growing for reading, but I can, I feel very passionate about reading. And I love sharing books. I love talking about books. Like, Example, I have a coworker who also likes to read and she has one of our podcast mugs and she got me into, I'm going to talk about this author later, this really great true, or not true crime, but crime detective author. Ooh, the, the book was so good, but the subject was too heavy for me, but it was so good. So I even bought like 10 more of that chick's books. So, you know, books. Books. I know. I really feel like I haven't been this excited to read books in a long time. Like reading books was always a hobby of mine regardless, but like I'm genuinely excited to read books now rather than just I'm reading a book because I'm reading a book, you know? Are you excited because you get to like share them and like get to like the best you get to read the book and then take that book high from the finish of a great book and then share it with somebody else. And then that person reads the book and then you both gush about it. Yes. I love doing my reviews online because I I love when somebody comments on it and goes, Oh, I loved this book too. Because then I can talk to somebody about the book and just be like, I know it was awesome. Wasn't it? Like, Wait, so you just don't want me to comment on your stuff and tell you that I loved your books? Oh, no, I want you to comment, too. By the way, we should do a buddy read for anxious people. Oh, yes. I I would like to read that, like, hand in hand together. Yes. Tell me when you're ready, and we'll do it. Abby, I have a question. Yes. Can you tell me what your favorite books were this year? Oh, I sure can. So it was kind of hard to pare this down because I've read a lot of good books this year. I think my absolute favorite, the one that really blew me away, was Ray Bearer by Jordan Fueco. And it's her first novel, and it doesn't read like a first novel. That's awesome. I was completely blown away. I was sucked into the world. I adored the characters. The storyline had me on edge the whole time going... What's going to happen? How is she going to get out of this? Like, what's going to happen? And I listened to the audiobook from my library, and I was so pumped by like two thirds of the way through this story that I looked at the second one, which has not been released yet. It really get, it gets released in August, and I pre-ordered a physical copy of it because I was that excited. Did you buy this as an actual physical copy yet? I have not. 
it is on my Christmas wish list in like, I have an Amazon list that I keep going. So when people ask me what I want for Christmas, I just send them the list to be like, anything off this list is acceptable. Thank you. <laughs> and so a physical copy of Ray Bear is on my Christmas list. And quite possibly if I don't get it as a Christmas present, I will be just buying a copy for myself after Christmas. Because also this is a gorgeous book. Oh my gosh. The cover looks like a kaleidoscope. It is so freaking pretty. The cover is awesome. Oh my goodness. Like so often in fantasy, you get these like really cool, dark color covers and the art is fantastic and everything, but this one just like, it pops and you want to like pick it up and touch it. It's just, oh, it's so good. It was such an awesome story. I am still so pumped. Can you tell? Hmm. I mean, I have to agree with that one actually because I took my girls to a bookshop. Um, uh, my Girl Scouts, those girls, and uh, they were like, "Mo, what book should I read? What should I get?" And I was like, "I'm like, man, hmm. I'm like, well, I know my friend Abby said Ray Bear was great, and I was looking for Gail Car- Gail Carringer's Espionage. Oh, what's the what's the first one? Etiquette and Espionage." Yes, I'm like, I'm like, you know, Ray Bear has such raving reviews. I highly recommend it. But I eventually led her to get to um, Etiquette and Espionage. And I'm like, listen, this is one of the best young adult series I've read. Mm-hmm. And she did. I'm excited that you haven't even read it, but I have raved and talked about this book so much to you that you're suggesting it to other people. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it has good reviews, so I was like, I trust Abby. I like your taste. You don't usually steer me wrong. I try. Usually if I read a book and I don't think you'll enjoy it, I don't suggest it to you. Yes, I know I will not read The Bear and the Nightingale, Gail, so. (laughs) Oh, never again. I I know which one I am not going to read, and it's that one. I also really loved Spinning Silver by Naomi Novik. Uh, We did it as a buddy read earlier this year. Oh my gosh, I just adored this. Russian folklore and enemies to lovers and uh, just an an analytical MC and just uh, everything about this story just like did it for me. (laughs) So I adored doing this. I am so glad that we did it as a buddy read with a group of people because that made it even more fun. I loved Spinning Silver. Mm, Great. Uh, Then Wild Sign by Patricia Briggs. This is partially because I adore the Mercyverse. I auto buy anything as soon as it comes out or can be pre-ordered. I have already pre-ordered the next uh, Mercy Thompson book that comes out in March. (laughs) I pre-ordered it before there was even cover art, okay? I love this series. I love it. So I was I was super pumped to get Wild Sign anyways and just mm, that was a that was the perfect time for me to get that book this year because I'd been having a hard time with like feeling like nothing was really working out like I wanted it to and that was one of those little I know when this book comes out I know I can't anticipate it without it falling through kind of thing. And I knew it was going to be a great book regardless. So I like just, I seriously enjoyed 
I just enjoyed it, everything it, about that it one. It was good. And then I pushed this one up on my want to read list because Mo read it. It's called A Deadly Education. Also by Naomi Novik. I may or may not love her. Uh, she's turned into one of your favorite authors in the last two years, I feel. She has. I love her style. I love the story she tells. Oh, she's such a good author. Oh, but yeah. A Deadly Education, man, what a brilliant book. <laughs> I'm just going to tell, I'm just going to jump in right now and say, I I had to choose the same thing. Like, I think, I didn't put my favorite books in any particular order because I was like, man, I don't know what order I would pick. But man, that book, guys, if, if you take anything away from this episode tonight, go get that book. It is a young adult um, fantasy I liked it because it was a familiar kind of vibe coming, kind of coming to age, kind of survival, a little dystopian, but not really dystopian urban fantasy, but not urban fantasy, kind of Harry Potter, not Harry Potter. Like all of my favorite things that you kind of <laughs> shove into a book. Um, love the main character. Can't remember her name right now. Cause all I can think of is ninth house main character, whatever. It's how this life goes sometimes. Just, just a really good, good story full i love the mechanics i loved how it talked about the magic i loved i loved it so much it was definitely oh abby it was so good oh my god i know it was so amazing i told you i told you also this falls into the same category as ray bear for me i listened to the audiobook through my library's app and I loved it so much that I pre-ordered the physical copy of the second book, which doesn't come out till September. <laughs> I know. I have it on my uh, wish list for my um, my audio app I have. Yes. So, obviously, this book, the physical version, is also on my Christmas, you can get me this and I will be very happy list. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Absolutely fantastic book. And then... The other one that I really enjoyed, and I really enjoyed it because it made me laugh so much, was a book that we picked for the book club that I have just recently joined, thanks to Mo. It's called Dial A for Aunties by Jess Q. Sutanto. And I actually enter the Goodreads free book giveaways a lot when it's a book that sounds like I might be interested in it. And this is one of those that I did, and I got a free e-copy of it. And let me tell you, I have the hardest time getting through e-books. This one I got through in less than two weeks, which is an astounding pace for an e-book for me. I'm impressed. It was hilarious. It was witty. I loved the characters. I loved the story. I loved how absolutely ridiculous the whole thing was. Like the whole scenario, everybody's reactions to the scenario just cracked me up. And books that are this wacky aren't necessarily everybody's cup of tea, but I really love them. <laughs> and this one was so well done. I very much enjoyed it. I will definitely be looking into other books that she has written. All right. So what other books did you really like this year? So... I felt like I started this year out with the bang. My first book I read was The Midnight Library by, by Matt Haig. I I mean, I started it and I was like, oh, this is a weird book. 
hmm, I don't know if I like this book. And this was a book we picked out with our book club um, before Abby joined. And I was like, oh, keep going. It's supposed to get better. And then it got great. And I loved it. I was like, this, this is the kind of book I want to read. I want something that I can really escape from reality kind of thing. I like escapism. It was magical realism. And the ending was happy. And I love a happy ending. I was so like, yes, perfect book to start my year, right? And then I, I'm pretty sure I bought this book on a whim sometime last year because it was on sale. But The 10,000 Doors mm-hmm. of January by Alex Haro. Wow. Like, I listened. I, I kind of had some trouble getting into it. And then, like, once, like, suddenly the plot said, hello, here I am. And I'm like, yes, you are here here we go. And it was just a really, once again, I'm a coming to age kind of gal. It was really nice to read about this female heroine, 16 year old, (laughs) discovering her past, discovering herself, discovering her magic. And I love the time era too. It was the time of exploration, the time of discovering new things and new civilizations. And so right the turn of century about um, 1890, 1910, 1920 kind of era, delightful. Yeah, um, that was definitely a, um, oh, I don't know what you call, like, a surprise book. Like, I'm like, that was a good bargain buy. Good job, Mo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good one. And then uh, my friends, so my friends who like all to read, one of them, she lives out in, I'm going to say out in the Northwest. So she lives in Washington. That's right. She's like, guys, I read this great book. I got it from the library. I think y'all would like it. And I'm like, oh, I love books. What did you pick? She's like, I was not expecting this at all because she's a social worker. And this book is about a social worker. And it's called The House in the Australian Sea or The House in the Australian Sea by TJ Klune. And she's like, guys, she's like, I don't like fantasy or anything. But she's like, this was great because she felt like it was such a, it was another kind of magic realism, but definitely with magical creatures in the sense of these all are orphans and they all have a caseworker and she's like the bureaucracy bureaucracy yeah of the state run um orphan orphan orphanage orphanage state run yeah state run orphanage and social workers and how it all she's like guys like this was like all of that plus a cute love story plus magical creatures i'm like okay yeah i'm here for this it was great i was that was definitely a Excellent standout. Wow. Four books out of five actually have been um, audiobooks. Anyway, I just realized that that was also an audiobook. I actually finished that book today, like this morning. I finished the audiobook of that. <laughs> what cute. So I agree. It was a very good book. Um, my Girl Scout, I just, I'm so excited. She just texted me and she's like, um, etiquette espionage is awesome. I'm like, yes, yes, okay. yes it is. Anyway, <laughs> and the last one is one I just finished today. Um, Ninth House by Lee Bardugo. Holy crap, was that a ride? That was such a fantastic book. It started off weird, and that's fine. It's about this girl who is going to Yale and she's working for a secret society. That's cool. And it just kind of was like, what is this about? going on this isn't and then you're like oh oh dear what is this it it was dark it was (laughs) creepy it was an adventure it was 
So it was great. Like I, I was like, yep, yep. We'll listen to that again. Uh, well, I will have to buy it. Because I got it from the library. Wait, those are my five top books of 2021 so far. Very nice. Yeah, speaking of which, I was counting up my books earlier today to see like physical books versus audiobooks versus ebooks, just like how many of each type I've read. Uh, 25 physical books, 21 audiobooks, and four ebooks. <laughs> nice. I don't know. I read books. <laughs> I've read 27. Oh. The only reason I know so easily is because I'm keeping this lovely list Aww. here. Oh, look so at like, that cute oh. little list. So guys, Abby is holding up this sweet little diary of her with her handwriting that obviously she's color-coded it so we know precisely what kind of format it's in. So guys, that's how she knows how many she's read. You know how I track my books? I go on Goodreads and said, done. That's how I track them, and I move on. Well, I was trying to motivate myself like a month ago, maybe two months ago, to like focus on the books that I actually said were on my TBR for this year. And so I have it color coded to be um, all the ones in pink are ones that were not on my TBR and the ones in blue are the ones that were on my TBR. And then I marked next to them like A for audiobook or P for physical book kind of thing. That's the only reason I know. <laughs> but I was trying to like, come on, Abby, you gotta focus. <laughs> it sort of worked. <laughs> you did a good job. I tried. I've really been trying. Of the last six books that I have read, four of them were on my TBR from the beginning of the year. So, I mean, I'm trying. Hopefully the second half of the year, I will do better. All right, guys. That is the end of the first half of this episode. When we come back, uh, we are going to talk about what our least favorite books were. And we're going to talk about what we're currently reading. And yeah, we'll see you guys in a minute, okay? Talk to you in a minute, guys. Hi, I'm Michael. I'm Barbara. And I'm Lauren. We are the hosts of Badass Literature Society, a book review podcast where we take book recommendations from listeners like you, read them, and then discuss them on our show. Join us once a month as we dive into the books you picked and talk about them. And don't miss our bonus episodes covering all sorts of random bookish topics that come out in between reviews. Don't worry, if you want to read one of the books, the first part of each episode is designated spoiler-free, so you can listen and see if you'd like to read it, and then come back and listen to the rest later. You can find Badass Literature Society on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, and anywhere else you like to listen. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, guys. In this half, we are going to be talking about least favorite books so far this year and about what we are currently reading. So, Mo, do you want to go ahead and start? Abby. Yes, I'm... I don't think I like Neil Gaiman. I know, I don't either. I feel so bad saying that. <laughs> Sorry. Like the sleeper to spindle, I put that first on my list. It was definitely a very interesting concept. Um, it was different, but it, and I, I, for one, I listened to the BBC broadcast of it. And then I also read it too. And I was like, oh, this, this could be, and I was like, okay, like, here we go. After the British broadcast, I was like, that was weird. And then I read the, the copy, let me borrow. And I'm like, oh, that was weird. Yep, the pictures made it even weirder. The pictures made it even weirder. The artwork was cool. The concept was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely with you. Like, 
I think I've discovered this year that I am just not a Neil Gaiman fan. I know people love his stuff, but I've read three of his books now and I liked them less with each one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I've, I've read this one or another one, but I've read American Gods and I've read Good Almonds. At least Good Almonds was written with Terry Pratchett. Thank God. Mm-hmm. I've read Stardust, which I did enjoy. Oh, that that doesn't count. Star, Stardust doesn't count with... No. I like Stardust. Okay. So, Stardust, I did enjoy. I still like the movie better. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, Sleeper in the Spindle was just... The only word for it is weird. It is so freaking weird. It's not, like, an enjoyable read. It's not a read that you, like, can invest in. It's just weird. That almost made my list here. <laughs> yeah, no. And um, and I'm going to jump right into Neverwhere. Oh, we read that too. Abby, that really solidified. I like, mm-hmm. I like Neil Gaiman stuff on TV. I like the Neverwhere <laughs> cereal. I liked American Gods, which was weird. I liked Good Almonds, which was weird. But yes, I like things that are definitely on the TV. Good not reading his books anymore. Um, I think they kind of sit with me um, with how I feel about Jim Butcher and Harry Dresden books. Mm-hmm. Don't float my boat. Yeah, and I'm going to jump on this because Neverwhere is on my list as well. I This is one of those books that I was just like having to force myself through. I did not enjoy it. I'm not a fan of his writing style. I just, it did nothing good for me. I, uh, uh. Yeah, I, I have I have no desire, no excitement to go read his other books. And the only other book of his that I kind of want to read is Good Omens. And that's partially because he wrote it with Terry Pratchett. <laughs> so I'm just like, good news. It's better because Terry Pratchett helped write it. Okay. That's pretty much the only book of his that I feel any urge to read anymore. I just, I just can't. <laughs> His solo style is not for me. No. Next on my list was a book called Shiver by Allie Reynolds. So this was given to me to read by the book club because Ronnie and Angie subscribed to the Book of the Month Club book subscription service. And it's really cool because you get to read this book and you get to open presents at designated parts of the book that enhance the story. And yes, it truly did enhance the story. It was a really cool concept. I don't care for this book was freaking weird. Mm-hmm. Don't care. It was a thriller, which I don't read ever. Like I was like, okay, someone mm. murdered someone, and what happened in the end? You're just like, what the actual? What did I just read? Like the end epilogue? You're just like, <laughs> what? what? Like can't tell you what happened because it's like huge spoilers, but. Mm. Really? Anyway, but I did borrow another one from Ronnie called The, the Lost Apothecary, uh, which I will read soon. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't like thrillers. So I just didn't. It was this one we read, and I'm glad mm-hmm. I read it because I like to read new things, but meh, meh, whatever. And then my friend from work, Ari, recommended that I read Catch Me by Lisa Gardner, which is her favorite novel by this author. I love this book. Such a fast read. So interesting. I love the main character, Dee Dee Warren. So cool. But this is on my least favorite book so far, purely for subject matter. Content warning, if you decide that you're going to read this book, 
this definitely involves pedophiles and sexual predators and other things of that nature. And I mean, I'm like, I'm good. Oh, you're going to go kill someone? Okay, fine. You're going to go deal with drugs? That's fine. But kid stuff? Mm, no. And she was even like, I am so sorry. I did not warn you. I should have suggested something else. I'm like, well, I'm glad you suggested it because I went out and bought 10 more of the books to read, but I'm going to be more selective about the content because, yeah, um, not into reading about sexual predators. Mm. Something new I learned about myself this year. Yeah, that's, mm -mm, nope, not for me either. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm a little disappointed that this book is on my list, but it just didn't live up to what I thought it could be, which was How the Penguins Save Veronica by Hazel Pryor. Mm-hmm. It's good, but no book has yet to live up to a man called Ove. Like, I am still chasing that high for satirior, satire, satire comedy, dark fantasy, not dark fantasy, but kind of dark humor, like... I'm still chasing that. I'm still chasing that book and trying to find books like that. And I mean, this was in the list of, hey, like, you know, you will like this book. You read this book. Mm-hmm. No book has lived up to it, Abby. I know. I A Man Called Ova is just like, it's one of those special books that you just you treasure in your heart forever kind of things. And I'm honestly going to be putting it on my TBR for next year to reread because I just want to reread it. I just do. Listeners, Abby already has her 2022 list made and she has 76 books on this list already. I was going to let that out into the universe that Abby thinks that she's going to read these 76 books next year when she's only read 15 of the books on her list this year. No, no. Okay. I have a 2022 list going on Goodreads. It is not a finalized list by any means. It is a, I don't think I'm going to get to these books this year. So I want them on a list somewhere I can look over at the end of the year and decide what I want to try and tackle next year. Mm -hmm. It will not be 76 books long when Mm -hmm. I get to it next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh That's that's what you think. Okay. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't you doubt me, woman. You're right. I shouldn't fall. I mean, totally your track record right now. Definitely you're right, for sure. Shut your face. I've read more physical books than you have. (laughs) I know, and I am jealous. Like, legit, guys. (laughs) I wish that my job enabled me to listen to, like, books I didn't actually have to listen to all day. Like, I was trying to listen to The Splendid in the Vile by Eric Larson, I think it is. The guy that wrote The Devil in the White Power or Devil in the White City. Can't even read, can't even listen to a historical novel. Try to listen to Hidden Figures. You know, like usually that kind of stuff I can have right in the background and I do just fine. Like it comes in my ear and it goes, you know, and like kind of sticks in my brain. Um, technical troubleshooting doesn't work like that here. And I'll admit, I, to be fair, you've probably read more ebooks than I have this year. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I really read a lot of ebooks. That's that's my main mode of reading. See, and I just can't do them. So the physical books are re- really hold me. Me and my four ebooks over here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. So I agree with your sentiments about how the penguins save Veronica. Honestly, 
any book that features this much penguin should not bore me as much as this one did. <laughs> like, I didn't hate it, but I was sitting there going, there's so much penguin going on. Why am I not loving this? And that's a, that's a problem. I don't, I don't know. It, it was the characters. Like, honestly, I, w- I was quite fond of the side characters in that book. But the main characters, I was like, oh, Veronica, honey bunch. I, I did not. I kind of felt for her towards the end, but it took a hot minute to get there. And I was like, ugh. Ew. I know. Well, and don't get me wrong. I'm all for characters being unlikable. But at the same time, I feel like you need to start liking them faster than in the last quarter of the book when they're the main characters you know yes i do (laughs) so yeah how the penguins saved veronica was just it was kind of a disappointment i'm very glad i just borrowed it from my library instead of buying it it's sad i know uh yeah and not not in the good way not a good sad it just kind of was like So, the first book I read this year was one that I did not end up liking. Uh, It's called Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep by Philip K. Dick. (sighs) I'll tell you, part of the reason I dislike this book so much is because I enjoyed the first two-thirds of it so much. Oh, I remember. I remember when you got to the last third and I, oh, guys, did did I get some messages? I was so pissed. The last third of this book just, the first two thirds are amazing. They are thought provoking. There's a fantastic world. And I liked the characters that we were dealing with and I was into it. I was so excited. And then a thing happens and I went, are you kidding me? And everything literally was just like, it was like a drug trip after that. It made no sense. And everything just like went downhill. Nothing was resolved and it ended. And I went, what? I'm so mad. I'm still so mad about that book. I feel that. And the next on my list is Where'd You Go Bernadette? And this falls into the same category of I was loving it until that exact same thing happened. And since I was fresh off of do Android's Dream of Electric Sheep, I was doubly pissed. And that is nobody's fault. It just, I hate that I loved the book so much until that point. And then I was just so angry I couldn't get over it. You know? Yeah, I do. It was it was frustrating to be loving a book that much and then just to have you have it smack you in the face. So, and then the last one. My little list here is probably going to make some people gasp in horror. Inkart. I read Inkart this year. I didn't like it. I could not get into it. I was reading the audiobook and I sped it up and I still felt like I was plodding through three feet of mud just trying to get done <laughs> that's bad it's so bad I felt so I felt so bad that I didn't enjoy it because it's a classic and so many people like it 
I was just, it didn't do anything for me. There were a couple of the characters that I liked, kind of, most of the time. But in general, the whole book was just like, it felt like a lot of nothing happened in a very small area. And they just kept running in circles and coming back to the same point. And I was very frustrated and just going, come on, Abby, just finish it. It's got to get better. Come on, Abby, just finish it. It's got to get better. Oh, it's not getting better. Speed up, speed up, speed up. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I feel so bad that you felt that way because that is a book I read in high school that I love. Now, I couldn't get through Ink Death when it came out, but I thought Ink Heart See, was awesome. I love the concept of Ink Heart. I love the magic setup. I love the world setup, but it's just the execution did not do it for me. I know, just know. And like I said, I feel bad that I didn't enjoy it at all, but <sighs> nope, not for me. That's okay. You don't have to love every single book that everybody else loves. But I want to, because I, I want to go, I loved this book too, and talk about it with people. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, I love Where'd You Go, Bernadette, and... Our only reason why you didn't like this book was for a significant part of why you did not like do Android stream of electric sheeps. And I was like, well, crap. I know. And that wasn't at all your fault. I do want to watch the movie of that just because that part did get cut out. And so I'm like, I feel like I could really enjoy the movie. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. You will. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will watch the movie at some point. So tell me about what you're currently reading. All right. So right now I am probably the furthest in The Reluctant Assassin by Ian Colfer, which is number, I put 23 on my list. Honestly, it was probably number one of the books I was trying to read off my TBR list and it just keeps getting bumped down. That's my only physical copy of a book I'm reading right now. It's a young adult novel. God, do I suck at reading books and physical copies. I like it. This is the kind of Ian Colfer book I like to read. So I'm happy with that. Much better than the other book we read. <laughs> then the next one I'm probably furthest in hmm, is either The Obelisk by um, N.K. Jemison, which I'm listening to as an audiobook, but I'm currently on mm-hmm. pause because I've been listening to audiobooks with Kim instead. So I kind of just haven't been listening to it, but it's been just listening to stuff with Kim. But I'm 30% of the way through Ready Player Two by Ernest Klein, which I like, but it's not have the same charm as Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. So I'm struggling a little bit. Okay, not every book has to be the same as its predecessor, but I'm not loving it for 30% of the way through already. Mm-hmm. I just started today, Dial A for Aunties, which I have to have read by the end of um, June in um, eight days. So no problem. It's quite delightful so far. Um, I absolutely love the foreword mm-hmm. that she wrote about, <laughs> just so you know, this is based on mostly real life, and I'm really trying not to stereotype, but like legit guys, this is how... Asian families are because I live it and I was like okay that's funny I like how she's like this is a huge disclaimer but I live this life just so you know I love that she wrote so much of that from her personal experience that I think that just made it even funnier honestly Mm -hmm. so I just started that today and I just got from the library the once of future witches by Alex Haro who wrote who wrote on the 10,000 Doors of January, which I shall be reading with Kim over the next week or two, because I take a hot second sometimes. 
So that's what I'm reading. I think I'm doing pretty good. I'm kind of wondering, so has your Goodreads list been static? Like, have you not added onto your TBR list for 2021? My 2021 list on Goodreads, like I have a shelf called 2021 TBR. I have, I added all the books that I originally said I was going to read to it and I've left it alone. So I can go into that list and go, haven't read, haven't read, read. And I can see like what I've reviewed as well. And it's, that's another one of those things that I'm like trying to use to help myself focus. <laughs> Why do you ask? Um, I, I've been cheating. <gasps> You've been cheating. Apparently, hold on. Precisely when I decided to solidify this list. You know, we still have the document. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's not cheat it a little bit, okay? It's been, I definitely, I, I just had this feeling, I'm like, ooh, I think I've been cheating. Yeah, because I definitely put, mm, oops, okay, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, nineteen. I've added nineteen books since the beginning of school school year. Since the beginning of the year, and of those nineteen books, I've added one, two, three, four, five. I've read five, six. Six of those books I've added, um, and I've read. That's not how this works. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I did not realize I was doing that, honestly. I mean, I did it all in January. Yes, but it's not what we said in the episode. Yeah, okay, guys. So, my bad. I'm following my list, but I'm also cheating by adding the books I'm reading to my list. Bad mo. <laughs> that is not I what that like- is for. <laughs> eh, well... No more adding books. I haven't, so we're fine. Okay, so I am currently reading Siege and Storm by Lee Bardugo, which is the second in the Shadow and Bone trilogy. And that is on my TBR. Also on my TBR, Curse Pater by Jordan Rivet is an ebook. <laughs> it is on my TBR, but it is going to take me a while to get through it because it is an ebook. <laughs> so. I'm only like 25% of the way into it. And I've been reading it theoretically for like two months. (laughs) I'll get through it. I am also reading for, okay, so my friend Holly started a book club to discuss this one book. It's a health book. It's called Genius Foods by Max Lugavre. I guess that's how you say his name. But it's basically a little book club with Holly and her sister, Abby, and their parents and their brother and uh, like me and a couple other friends. And her sister, Abby, is a health nut. And I forget exactly what her job is, but it's in this general field of healthiness, <laughs> if that makes sense. And so she has read this book before and she's very knowledgeable about all the stuff in it. And so I was like, sure, I will read along and get on the Zoom calls and talk about it with you. Sure, why not? So I'm reading that slowly but surely. 
And today I started We Hunt the Flame by Hafsa Faisal. I apologize if I butchered that name, but I am really enjoying that one so far. It's, I, I smell enemies to lovers coming. So, oh, <laughs> Abby found her trope. She's like, ooh, my favorite. Here we I go. love a well written enemies to lovers. All right. Oh, I know you do. <laughs> so, that is what I am currently reading. So, I mean, two of them are on my TBR at least. <laughs> well, guys, that. That's what we have. This is our mid-year um, check-in. And we are so glad that you stuck with us. Hopefully you found some books that you want to read and you feel inspired to read more books. I don't know how you should feel, honestly. Sorry, apparently I cheat. I didn't realize I was cheating until I was like, oh, hmm, those days are from 2021. Oops. Anyway, so y'all have a great night. Bye. <laughs> I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. <laughs> If you liked what you heard today and want to help us spread the book love, drop us a rating or review on the app you use, or share the episode post on your preferred social media. Everything helps. You can also check out our Patreon for some awesome perks, like access to our mini-series, a monthly guaranteed episode poll, and much more. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter under the name The Book Life Podcast. If you'd like to contact us directly, you can email us at thebooklifepodcast at gmail.com. The song is Theme for an Unmade Anime by C8 Benoit from their album Dominique. You can find them on Instagram at C underscore A underscore B-E-N-O-I-T. That's C-A Benoit. And on Spotify under their name, Katie Benoit. Thanks for listening. Till next time.